Welcome back to the Wengis Khan podcast. The response to the first one was so amazing, guys. I'm super excited for episode two, and I'm really grateful for your feedback so far. Today's episode, we're talking about December, last month of the year, why Luka Modric didn't deserve to win the Ballon d'Or, and of course, the Grammy nominations. Stay tuned. So yeah, guys, it's December. It's that time of the year. Everyone's happy. Everyone's in a good mood. And, you know, lots of things are happening. Like, how's your December going? Let me know. Like, I'd love to know. Mine is, yo. I don't even know how to describe how December is going. Um, It's just been a lot, guys. That's why I haven't been able to post. And we're only, like, one week in. But really, yeah, it's just been a lot of stress. Uh, the end of the year is always like that. I think I'm just really tired. So um, I need a holiday, a break, or something to get me, like, you know. I just need to chill. It's, I feel like there's too many things going on at the same time. So if you ask me how my December is doing, I'd really say it's quite overwhelming, honestly. Maybe the reality of doing as many things as I'm trying to do is hitting me. But, yeah, you know, we're managing, we're surviving. It's all right so far. Um, yeah, like... That that's my December. Really, that's why I've been so quiet on you guys recently. I've been so out of touch with everything. In fact, I was struggling to find topics for this podcast. That's how like out of touch I've been. But you know, I'm managing, and the fact that we're recording and we're here right now, that means you know good things are happening. You know, we're getting back on track. Everything's falling into place again. So yeah, how's your December going? So, first topic for today's episode, we are talking about the Grammys. As we all know, award season season is coming up and uh, nominations for the Grammys are out. And as usual, people are pissed or happy or something in between. But yeah, so um, of course, I don't listen to all kinds of music. So I'm just going to focus on like, you know, the genres I listen to. If you don't listen to these kinds of things, then I'm sorry. That I'm not appealing to you, but I'm just sharing my two cents on each. So, best music video film, that's what I'll start with. Best music video. The Carters, Ape Shit, This Is America, I'm Not Racist, Pink by Janelle Monet, or Tierra Whack, Mambo Jumbo. So, after checking out all these videos, really, I think the most impactful photo, I mean, photo, sorry, most impactful music video this year. <sighs> Based on this list, I'll give it to Drena Lucas. I'm not racist. I know This Is America was one that caused like the biggest storm, but I think Drena Lucas deserves it. Producer of the Year, non-classical. Kanye dropped like five albums this year. I'm not even going to argue. Don't even come at me. Kanye produced more albums than anyone on this list this year. No argument, end of discussion. Next. Best rap album. Best rap album. Ish. These nominations. But it has to be Travis Scott, Astro World, for being 100% honest. Like, he's been mad this year. Like, yeah. In fact, Travis. Obviously, Drake has the numbers, but if you took away numbers, I would say Travis has been the biggest artist this year. Been a really good year for him, no lie. Best rap song. Woof. Sicko mode again. I'm I'm Team Travis this year. Um, 
by the way, I'm basing this on the nomination. So don't come at me saying this song was better, that song was better. I'm using like the list of nominated songs. But yeah, Sicko Mode has been, yeah, Sicko Mode is massive. In fact, is still massive. Like people are still losing their minds when it plays. So I know God's plan was, hey, yeah, God's plan was there, but mm, Sicko Mode is like, ah, Sicko Mode, guys. You know, you know. Best rap song collaboration. Oof. I have to give this one to Post Malone and 21 Savage Rockstar. Because that's a banger. No lie. I don't even know if Post Malone counts as a rapper or a singer, whatever he is, but what he does is really dope. So, yeah, I'm giving that to Post Malone. Uh, best rap performance. Oof. Am I going to give this to Sicko Mode again? I don't think so. uh, King's Dead was dope. Nice for what? Ah, no, not really. Nice for what grew on me. Like, I hated it at first. It, was, it just sounded like noise. But then, you know, I found myself in the shower. That's a real one. Yeah. So, whew, I think I'm going to give... Ah, okay, yeah. Mm. Sicko mode. I'm sorry. I've decided. Sicko mode. This is Travis's year. Travis is going to sweep the Grammys next year. That's my prediction. I know Drake has the numbers, but it's going to be a Travis year. I've said it. I have said it. Best pop solo performance has to be Ariana Grande. God is a woman. It triggered a lot of people. It offended a lot of people, but that song was huge. Huge. And... Yeah, it's also been a good year for her, to be honest. For being... Yeah. She did, she made a good comeback this year. So, yeah. Best pop solo, Ariana. Best new artist. Some of these artists aren't even new. But, you know, I would give it maybe Dua Lipa. Is that how you say? Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa. However you say her name, her. Yeah. Everyone was talking about... Okay, not everyone, but... From my experience, from my life experience, lots of people are talking about her, so I'll give her the best new artist. And the big, big, big one, Song of the Year. This one has to... Oof, Buddha, no chance. But Buddha was big. God's plan or Buddha. It, it, it's between God's plan and Buddha. If we're being real. And I think... No, man, Drake, Drake is a done. I'm sorry, you can't argue with Drake number, so I have... I'm giving Drake. Drake song of the year. That's the Grammy he'll take. Uh, record of the year. Uh, I know I like it by Cardi was big, but... Uh, the irony is I really didn't like the song. I hope it doesn't win. And I know people, oh, by the way, while we're talking about Grammy nominations, that people are trolling Nikki. Let's be real, none of us really enjoyed Queen. I'm sorry. If that offends you, I know, like, I'm a Nikki fan. We all love Nikki. Okay, if you're of a certain age, you like Nikki. Maybe not everyone. But I personally didn't enjoy Queen that much. And I'm not surprised she didn't get any nominations. I don't even know why people are snapping for that, if we're being real. Like, it makes zero sense. It didn't slap. She's made better albums. And that's just the truth. And obviously, yes, there's going to be the Cardi comparisons, but no, like, let's be real. Nikki didn't. 
she didn't go all out this year. It hasn't been one of those years where you'd be like, oh my god, Nicki's album was fire and all this and that. So yeah, let's let's not even get into that. But for record of the year, Jesus. Drizzy Drake, God's Plan. Album of the year. This one has to be Scorpion. And if I had to pick a second, close second is Post Malone's Beer Bongs and Bentleys. I know the Black the Black Panther album banged, but it wasn't it wasn't Scorpion. And it wasn't Beer Bongs and Bentleys either. Post Malone, in fact I think I became a real Post Malone fan after this album. It was really good. Like well, like from top to bottom. I think I can listen to every song without fail. Then Drake, guys. Forgive me for being a hype beast, but Drake, ah, this man will go down as one of the great, <laughs> ah, this man, he's a legend, so we're not even going to argue, we shouldn't even be surprised that he gets, um, that he gets any of these, but yeah, that's basically my take on the Grammys, and, um, if you disagree, disagree, but that's my two cents on it, I'd love to know yours. Another list that got people really pissed off that dropped recently is MTV Bass's hottest South African MCs list. Now, again, this may not appeal to everyone, but if you listen to South African hip-hop music, this is, you know, the list. It's like the Forbes list for SA, for SA hip-hop. And, yeah, this year, whew, people were pissed. So I'll just read it out in order for you guys. Number one was Cuesta. Number two was Nasty C. Number three was AKA... Four, Casper Nevest. Five, I don't know if it's Rogue or Rouge, but yeah, her. Six, Shane Eagle. Seventh, Anati. Eighth, Ricky Rick. Nine, Moosley. And tenth, Nadia Nakai. Now, notable omission, in my opinion, is Aries. He deserves to be on this list. Um, then the order. In my humble, honest opinion... Nasty C was the biggest essay artist this year. I'm not going to debate with anyone on it. Nasty C was the biggest essay artist this year. Strings and Bling like just sealed the deal that this kid or this guy is incredibly talented. He can sing, he can rap, he can put you in your feelings, he can make you feel like you're the shit. He's he's everything. Oh, excuse my language. Sorry if that's offended anyone. I'll my bad. But yeah, Nasty C was easily, in my opinion, the biggest artist this year. Um, and he topped the main two because I know AKA had a good year. Ah, his album was actually pretty good. I don't care what anyone says. It took long to grow on me. And I'm a super mega fan as well. But like, mm-mm. Feline Versace, I would, I'll give Feline Versace biggest song out of SA this year. That one I'll say, without a doubt. That one don't even come for me. That's the biggest song to come from SA. Maybe even Africa this year. But yeah. That song was massive. Um, Casper. Ah, I like Casper. But this wasn't, this wasn't the year for him. In my opinion. Philip Moses Mabida, as I said, wasn't, it didn't have that bigger and better feeling as most of his Philips do. In fact, I'm of the opinion he should start filling up 
internationally, like going to other African countries and filling up there, putting local artists on, because I feel like he's proved everything he can prove in SA. Um, the short and sweet album or EP or what it was, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't do it for me. Like, I just feel like this wasn't that big of a year for him. Um, the global citizen performance was massive. That was good. Like that, I really enjoyed. In fact, that's probably the best performance I've seen from Casper since his fill up the dome. Because that was also pretty epic. So yeah, um, Shane Eagle deserves his spot. I really, I, I would have given Cuesta maybe last year, like 2017. I understand why they gave him then or why you would give him then. But 2018, oof, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just me, but yeah. That's it. Shane Eagle, like I said, deserves it. Anati deserves to be here. Oh, Ricky Rick is on the list, so my bad. Uh, he should be much higher, in my opinion. Apologies for the earlier misunderstanding. Moosley. <sighs> Nadia Nakai, I agree. Moosley, I don't know. I don't know. This list, ah. The list this year hasn't made much sense, for being honest. But it is what it is. That's my two cents on it. And yeah. Then the last but not least topic. If you're not a football fan, cut this episode right now. The Ballon d'Or. For those of you who don't know, this is one of the most prestigious awards in world football. And for some time, it was the most prestigious award in world football. But it's now been separated. And I think for good reason too. Because the guys at France Football clearly don't know what they're doing. Um, so yeah, basically, Luka Modric, Real Madrid and Croatia player, won the Ballon d'Or, ending 10 years of Messi and Ronaldo. And you know, most people are happy. Some people are happy that yes, Messi and Ronaldo deserve to end. Um, it was too much. We're tired of them. But guys, if you're that good, you're that good. Like, Messi and Ronaldo are once-in-a-generation kind of players. So, this thing that it needed to end makes zero sense to me. Especially after the seasons they both had. Okay, maybe, in fact, maybe not even Ronaldo that much. But after the seasons they had, they got mad numbers Messi has been snubbed. In fact, Messi has been disrespected this year. I don't know how he didn't make it into the best top three and how even here he wasn't given any, any recognition. He scored more goals than anyone on the list. Saved Argentina from... Argentina were in shambles. We all knew that. Sampaoli was, had no clue what he was doing. But... He saved them some face to get them through that group. He he won a double. And I, in fact, this is what I don't understand now. When other teams win, leagues or whatever, it's, it's like, oh, okay, yes, he won the league and he won the, the cup. Messi won a double. Two trophies. 
more than Modric. Mod- he won the La Liga and Copa del Rey. Modric won the Champions League. He scored more goals than Modric. He was, he's been a significantly more impactful player for both club and country. Modric probably has him on the country part because of what Croatia did at, in Russia. But still, Messi's been robbed. And in fact, if we're talking about accomplishments with club and country, in my honest opinion, Antoine Griezmann deserved this Ballon d'Or. Atletico Madrid, yes, dropped from the Champions League, but they won the Europa League. Griezmann went and won the World Cup and then came back and beat Modric's Real Madrid to win the UEFA Super Cup. Three trophies. I know Mbappe has four, but yeah, three trophies. And he's not even being given a shout. He had a decent goal-scoring return. I don't know the stats. I'll drop them, but I don't have them. And I just don't understand what criteria we're using if we're going to give Modric this award. Why not give Griezmann beat him in the final? In fact, Griezmann has beaten him in two finals. Why isn't he? Why can't he win that award? What did Modric do? Yes, Croatia got to the final, but if we if we take away what happened in Russia, those seven games of the World Cup, were you honestly going to say that Modric is winning this this award at the at the end of the year? No one was saying that. No one. I don't know what's happening at France football. Of course, there's the usual, it, like, you know, Madrid propaganda, UEFA Madrid, that kind of thing. And, like, really, if that's what it is, then, yo, it's blatant as ever now. I don't know what's going on. But France football, in my opinion, or the Ballon d'Or, has lost its, its credibility. It used to be, like, you know, something that made sense, but right now, Ah, they've lost it for me. I don't understand. I I don't get. I don't get how how they came to that conclusion. If we're looking at stats, accomplishments, and impact for team, Modric had a good World Cup, but that's all I'm going to give him. And that wraps up our second episode. Um, please let me know if there's anything you'd like me to talk about or comment on. Um, I'm really having fun doing this. Yes, I know. Right now, I'm still recording off my phone, but they will be. I will invest in some equipment to get much better and clearer sound for you guys. I know that was your concern, but uh, I just wanted to get this off the ground. And yeah, thanks for tuning in if you've listened this far, and see you next time. God bless.